Hey, 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 what is up, everybody? I'm Brandon Lord, and welcome back to another episode of Back At You with Brandon. I'm not sure if you can tell by my voice, but I am currently sick. I feel actually a lot better than I did a couple days ago, but I'm still pretty congested and having a lot of sinus issues today. So, you know, I still wanted to record an episode and, like, release one this week. Might be a little shorter, depending on how I'm feeling, but despite all that, still wanted to record something. Allegedly, this is not COVID, but I have my suspicions. So, long story short, um, I had went to my neighbor's house Monday, Labor Day, and, um... I was only there for like an hour or two, not very long at all, but you know, regardless, later on in the week, like on Wednesday, my neighbor ended up texting me and my parents that they tested positive for COVID and just wanted to warn us. And like, they did say that everyone else like that lives there at the house, they tested negative. And to be honest, I felt like I was going to be fine. Because I, like, didn't really feel that sick. And, like, I didn't feel sick at all. And I was just like, I wasn't really, like, that close to the neighbor who tested positive. And if everyone else is testing negative, like, I feel like I'm fine. Well, that night, I started to feel a little something in my throat. I actually kind of started to feel a little something when she texted saying she had COVID. But I chalked that up to just, like, you know, sometimes when, like you hear someone else was, like, sick around you, and then you kind of, like, you start to feel sick, but it's just, like, you're not really sick. Like, I don't know, maybe that's just me. But, um, I was like, I feel like I'm fine. But then later that night, I started to feel a little something in my throat. Um, it wasn't too serious, though, and, like, it felt like it would be minor, and I was like, I'll be fine. Let's see what happens, like, when I wake up. Um, also throughout the night, though, you know the feeling where, like, you're cold and you can't get warm that started to happen um regardless i was like i'm gonna wake up and feel fine spoiler alert i woke up and i did not feel fine um i ended up calling out of work and took a sick day um and i was very much so convinced it was covid however i took an at-home covid test and to my surprise it came out negative um i feel like that was a lie Like, literally, I had never been more confident that I had COVID than when I took the test. I'm, like, hunched over, like, on my kitchen counter, like, barely keeping my eyes open, feeling so lightheaded and just, like, death. And I'm like, it has to be positive. Somehow it's negative. My mom ended up testing positive. I don't know. Um, Regardless, I felt increasingly sick throughout the day. I had a fever, kept feeling hot, cold, hot, cold. Like, I just, I thought I was going to die. It was just too much, too dramatic. Um, And it's also weird, too, because the last time I got sick was literally just a month ago. Like, a day or two after my birthday, I got really sick like this. And it wasn't COVID. Like, I had actually went to urgent care and got, like, a PCR test and a rapid test. Both were negative. So, it was just, like, some, like, regular, like, cold sinus whatever sickness um but then this time you know i was in close contact with someone with covid i was like oh it's got to be covid so when the test said negative i was like this is like what's going on with me um but i feel like it was probably a false negative if i'm being honest i don't know i'm actually gonna get 
go to urgent care tomorrow, get tested, just to, like, know for sure. And, like, if I'm feeling better by Monday um, and it's negative, I might go back to work. Um, Really don't want to. Um, Because, you know, Thursday I took a sick day. Friday, I did wake up feeling a little better. And I was like, I can work, but I'm going to work from home. I would went to work, though, to um, pick up my laptop because I left it at work. I wasn't anticipating getting sick. (coughs) Gotta love that cough. Um, But, you know, so I went to pick it up. And I, um, so I started my day a little late, but I worked from home. Um, But I felt horrible honestly the whole day and certain people didn't make it better um it it was a horrible day at work I will leave it at that um and I don't want to go into the office Monday um or ever again really but I know I have to um for now Uh, (laughs) um yeah so yeah um we'll see I'll keep y'all updated to see if I am officially testing negative or if it's positive. I'm honestly, I'm expecting it to be positive. I just feel like there was something wrong with the at-home tests. But at this rate, I don't know. COVID doesn't make any sense to me. Like, as far as, like, when you test positive, when you test negative. Like, I don't know. It's just too much. Um, with that being said, though, um, that's how my past few days have been and my weekend has been um you know it's been a lot I'm really not again I don't get sick that often so to get like pretty like not I don't want to say like severely but significantly sick like just like a month apart I'm like something's going on like I don't know I might also test for strep or something because that's what like the lady at urgent care she like had asked me before she was like when I was sick in August she was like oh do you want to test for strep like you kind of have like minor symptoms it could be but like do you want to see just to be sure and I'm like no like I'm sure I'm fine like it's not that um now I'm wondering like maybe it is and like that's why I'm sick again like I don't know like I just look I just, I can't. Um, with that being said, enough about my sickness. I still wanted to record a podcast episode because I said last week I was going to release a podcast episode and a YouTube video every week, and I'm sticking to it. I'm not letting this illness get me away from doing that. I shall persevere, and I will record and publish both. So, I do have quite a few topics I want to discuss this week. Um, one major one is just yesterday, Disney released, like, a one and a half minute trailer for The Little Mermaid, um, with Holly Bailey, and oh my god, it was so good, and, like, I'm just so excited to see this movie I've been stoked to see this like since they announced that Holly Bailey was going to play Ariel I think it's like perfect casting I think she has such like a Disney sounding kind of voice like she has like such an amazing like singing voice and like a wide range and just like 
it just made sense to me when they said she would be Ariel. I'm like, oh, yes, of course. And this is going to be amazing. And so, um, I've been super excited for that. The sneak peek was amazing. She looks so good. She sounds so good. Like, this is going to be, like, really good. It, it comes out May of next year, which, you know, we say is a long time. But honestly, if you really think about it, like, it's already almost October. And then what? We got, like, just a few months left of 2022. And then May is only five months into the year. So, it is, it, I have a feeling time will go by quickly. And the movie will be out tomorrow. Um, <laughs> I did see on Twitter, somebody did release, like, I guess they showed somewhere, like, the full part of your world um, scene in the movie. And it was low quality what I saw, like, someone was secretly recording it. But even from the low quality, it looked and sounded amazing. And, like, she's really elevating the song, like... This is just, like, I'm so excited. Um, you, of course, have the people, oh, my God, who are like, why is her hair not more red? Why are, why is it not bright, the sea? This isn't the cartoon. Why are they doing this? Meh. You're racist. Get a life. This is gonna be great. Fuck off. Um, anyways, so that was a shining light, though. Of this illness, you know, seeing that trailer. Like, I'm so excited. I was wondering kind of how they were going to, like, do everything. It looks like it's CGI, but then it's, like, not. Like, I don't know. It, it looks good. Like, in the scenes where she's, like, swimming, I'm like, well, obviously her tail is CGI. But it, like, looks really good. But then there's, like, her, her face. And it's like, well, that's not. I Editing... That type of editing confuses me. Just, like, it's very, like, I don't know. But it, it looked great, and I'm excited. And I'll just leave it at that. Um, another topic I wanted to discuss. The don't worry, darling drama of it all. Um, Miss Flo. Um, <coughs> I gotta say, I've always really liked Florence Pugh. But this drama and that dress... And that septum ring. And that bob. And that purple outfit she wore. I, I've never loved Miss Flo more. I want to see everything she's in. I watched Little Women this weekend. Because she was in it. Also, I, I've been meaning to watch it. I just haven't, I don't know, for whatever reason, made time to watch it. Um, Good movie. A little a little strange. But like a good movie overall. And she was great. And so was uh, Serge and um, I don't know why I say her name like that. I just, but I like Sersha, and she was great. Um, but I love Miss Flo, and I, I, you know, this topic has been like discussed to death. I feel like on like various platforms, but I will say, I didn't expect like the Venice Film Festival of it all to be so like intense and like drama filled. Um, Harry. The whole spit debacle, what on uh, like Chris Pine? That was like, that was bizarre because it really did look like he like made a gesture of like, like his face looked like he spit, but there was like there was no spit in sight, so it was just so confusing. But I think someone pointed out like, oh, like it was just like an odd timing of events because I think Chris just realized like 
where his sunglasses were. Because you see him pick up his sunglasses and kind of, like, laugh to himself. Like, it looked like he had thought he misplaced his sunglasses, looked down, realized they were on his lap, and was just, like, laughing to himself about it. But that timed with Harry, like, making almost, like, a spinning motion. Like, it was just, I don't know. The Olivia Wilde of it all, um, you know... I'll be honest, I don't trust her. I'm totally Team Flow, Team Miss Flow. But, you know, I gotta, I don't know. Because there's the whole drama because, like, I think allegedly what I'm getting from this is Miss Flow was not comfortable filming with Shia. Because Shia LaBeouf was supposed to be playing what Harry is playing. And I maybe she wasn't comfortable with it. Shia ended up leaving. But Olivia was trying to get him to come back. He didn't. Harry took his spot. And then now when she's doing interviews, she's acting as if she fired him because he made people feel uncomfortable on set. But he's releasing receipts showing that he actually quit. She recorded a video, which, what is this, fucking amateur hour? What are you doing recording a video with your face in it saying this shit? Like, what the fuck? Um, But she's, like, begging him to, like, come back. And she's like, maybe we can get Miss Flo, like, to see this or, like, to be okay. Like, I don't know, pretty condescending. And it's just, like, if it's true that Miss Flo felt uncomfortable... And Olivia kind of tried to do some shady shit and be like, didn't give a fuck. And like, still try to get him back. And it's now trying to pretend like she did give a fuck. That's just slimy. I gotta say, there's something menacing about her and Harry together. Don't like it. This is all actually making me like Harry less. I don't, partly, I don't know, like Harry, there's just just been like a lot of questionable things with him. His last album sucked. Uh, sorry, it did. In my opinion. My humble opinion. Um, his acting seems to be not much better, if better at all. Um, and it is kind of weird looking, the fact that, like, he's hooking up with the director. He's getting this main role. He's not good, yet he's still getting the main role. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of a lot. It's murky. The relationship's murky. Everything's murky. But what's not murky is Miss Flo. I stand by Miss Flo. I stand by that gorgeous see-through gown she wore. I stand by everything. She makes me want a septum ring. Maybe I'll get one. I don't know. Um, But I love her. And, you know, I want to see this movie. I have a feeling it's going to be awful. I heard it wasn't great. Um, I heard, though, that Miss Flo was great in it. Um, take a shot every time I say Miss Flo on this podcast. Um, I will only address her as Miss Flo from now on, just because I just, I love that. Um, but, um, uh, anyways, that's pretty much it with that. Let's move on to reality TV. Um, a lot to discuss, but I'm going to keep it brief, because, like, I don't want to talk too much. <coughs> Jesus Christ. And, uh, anyways, okay, first thing on the docket. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Okay, so we're in Aspen. And what are my thoughts? Rapid thoughts. Rapid thoughts. Um, Kyle Richards is insanely annoying. I 
don't know. Actually, I do know why she is so adamant about trying to embarrass Kathy. Like, about her slippers, about the bag she's wearing. Like, Kyle is a desperately insecure person. And she's very jealous of a lot of people. And I think she's very jealous of Kathy because Kathy is very well-liked and is very rich. And and um, Kyle's also very rich. But the difference is... Kathy's the kind of rich that doesn't feel like she needs to flaunt everything, whereas Kyle is insecure and feels as though she needs to flaunt her money. And so, because of that insecurity, she's just always trying to, like, embarrass Kathy and just be like, oh, she's wearing a hotel slipper to the airport. And it's like, who gives a fuck? It's the airport. You don't dress to the nines at the airport. You dress comfortable to the airport. Especially if it's, like, a long flight. Like, I, that's so stupid. So dumb. Also, Kyle's Aspen House sucks. Um, on that note. Also, I, I, piggybacking off, people are very jealous of Kathy on the show. I think it's because Kathy, you know, she kind of, like, films when she wants to. She doesn't get into the drama too much. She's trying to, like... Uh, advertise like the tequila company she's invested in and like people I think are annoyed that she's quote unquote maybe doing the bare minimum but being well liked but to what I say is this and this is piggybacking off what I said last week about the Fox Force 5 Kathy's just likable and y'all aren't and it's just as simple as that also Kathy is just a friend of She's not a housewife. She doesn't, in my opinion, have all that many requirements to, like, get in the drama as much or film as much. She's just a friend of. She's not holding a diamond. I, like, that's where I stand on that. And, like, look, it is what it is. Y'all fucking advertise everything. You advertise Rinna's shitty fucking lipsticks. You advertise Kyle's awful fashion oh my god her stupid kyle and shahida those caftans oh my god the worst things i've seen in my life um erica has something wasn't she showing her extensions at one point i don't know um we have yet to see though crystal's coconut water which i see on instagram but they like don't show in the show i think they briefly did and she made a post about it and it's like i'd be interested in seeing that and, like, I, you know, I don't mind when people, like, show off their shit. Like, so, and y'all do it all the time. So why are you guys getting annoyed with Kathy for doing it? We hear about the fucking agency 18 times an episode. And I don't give a fuck about the agency. I can't. I'm so over it. Um, anyways. Okay. So, the Erica of it all. Let's get into it. Maybe I can sound like her now that I'm kind of congested. I don't give a fuck about the victims. <laughs> um, Erica is a menace. She's a she-devil. But she's like... It's like not scary. Like it's funny. I was listening to um, Bitches Better with um, Raven. And I think she had Kendrick from Reality Comics podcast. What's it exact? Kendrick Tucker. 
Okay, I'm just looking to see. I, if I'm going to shout it out, I want to shout it out right. Reality and Comics 2 is his podcast. Um, and um, he was on Bitches Better. And they were talking about how Erica is just funny when she kind of freaks out. Like, she's an awful person. But when she's just like, I don't give a fuck about the victims. Like, y'all want me to care about the victims? Say facts. Cite it. Cite. Like, it's just funny because she sounds like a wicked witch like she just sounds like in my opinion and I think I said this before Erica's just trying to be like 18 different like cartoon villains in like one scene like and like she's just constantly like going in between like old Hollywood slash cartoon slash like sea witch slash wicked witch slash just like villain. Like, she's just, like, she's just, like, a character at all times. And it's just funny. She's awful, saying terrible things. But, like, she's not scary. And I appreciated Crystal. Um, I just, I love with Crystal, she, like, when she gets in the zone of an argument and she just goes, get real. I live for those moments. She did it with Sutton last season. And y'all know I love Sutton. But I was actually on Crystal's side a lot of the time last season. Um, and I just, I like Crystal's kind of quiet confidence in an argument. And I, in my opinion, she put Erica in her place. Because, like, here's the thing. I get what Erica's saying as far as, like, you know, you gotta let the legal system play out like there's certain things I can and can't say like I get that but you also don't have to be like fuck the alleged victims like you don't have to say that to me it kind of negates her point in saying like there's only so much I can say like da 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 this actually sickness is like making it like hard to do her voice um but I'm confused because you're saying, like, oh, you can't say a lot, but then you're saying, like, you know, who knows if they're victims? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, I live for Garcelle constantly questioning her. She's like, I talked about this on The Real. And um, she's going to see this after Aspen. But I'm going to ask her about it now. Um, and it's just, you know, here's the thing. Erica just looks terrible. And it's just such a bad look, too. Because even at the dinner, she's, like, talking to Eric. Uh, she's talking to Garcelle. And she's like, Oh, these are one million earrings. And then also this clutch. And then this expensive thing. And that expensive thing. And it's just like, you can't do that. Because, look, we get it. It was Tom's crimes. But at the end of the day... And here's the hard truth that I think Erica isn't allowing herself to fully realize the fact of the matter is the only reason you're like on tv right now and on this show is because of the i'm saying alleged just to say alleged but because of the alleged crimes your husband committed had he not gotten all that money you wouldn't have been cast on the real housewives of beverly hills to begin with you wouldn't have had a music career that he bought for you. You wouldn't have been able 
to wear these expensive items or have these expensive earrings. Because let's say the argument is, well, I bought this with this money that I worked for. But the only reason you were in a position to earn that money was because of your husband who used fraudulent funds. Like, it's it's all rooted. Like, the seeds, like, the roots, it's all fraud. And you're just one big fraud mess. And she, I don't think, she's not willing to see that or accept that. And, like, you know, it's a harsh reality. Um, but that, it's just a fact. So, like, you know, you can't go around on TV, like, despite you not committing those crimes, you know, bragging about all this shit when there's victims. Like, it's just awful and it's not a good look and it's just terrible and um yeah so that was this week's episode we find out next week on the sneak peek that what what leads to Kathy's big blow up in Aspen is fucking Rena's shady mullet having ass being like oh I want to try 818 tequila my friend Kendall Jenner and Kathy's like pissed because she's trying to promote her tequila a mess I did not expect, but I kind of lived for it. Um, they filmed the reunion just yesterday, and um, Diana apparently didn't go because she had COVID, so she had to zoom in. So she's going to be a one-season person, which I expected. I suspect her and Rena are done for, and Dorit will be devoted to a friend of. Um, that's my prediction. Um, but we did see... Rena released her reunion look and Erica released hers. I go back and forth with Erica's. It was like a blue look. I go back and forth because like I kind of appreciated the extraness of it, but it also looked kind of cheap. And then I actually really liked Rena. She had like long hair. I liked her cheetah print dress. I liked the chain she wore. She didn't really look like herself. So to me, I'm like, perfect. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, she's pretty, but, like, I, I like that she had, like, the long hair. Like, I wish she would grow her hair out more. I feel like her mullet often ruins looks. So, I mean, you know, I, since this is most likely going to be her last season, it's good that she looks her best at her final reunion. So, good for her. Um, the Real Housewives of Atlanta had their finale. We finally got to see uh, the She by Sheree fashion show. I gotta say, I was really impressed by it. I thought it was good. I thought the clothes were great. The show really was amazing. I thought. I really was like, wow, this is an amazing show. It really came together. Color me shocked when after the finale, you know, airs, um... I go to the She by Sheree website that's linked in her Instagram. And the shop button's not working. Can't see anything. Then, I think like an hour later, people are finally able to like buy shit. She's selling t-shirts for like over a hundred dollars. Jogger shirts. Jogger shirts. Jogger sets for like one thirty. I'm like, Sheree. Sheree. And now the website's down to the high demand. Girl, bye. I can't. You know, I, I knew this was going to be a flop. I suspected this. I didn't want it to be. But, and the show was great. So I was like, damn, okay, yes. But now seeing those prices and seeing that the website's down, 
I can't. Shrey, I was rooting for you. We were rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Um, The Reunions Tomorrow, Part 1. I'm excited. Um, I'm ready for Candy to read everybody. Um, Just so, yeah, not much else I can remember really from the finale. So, let's move on to Potomac. I'm so excited. Potomac's coming back. They released the trailer. It looks so good. So entertaining. So amazing. Sharice Shasha is back. Which I'm not mad at. I didn't really care for her when she was on the show. But I'm fine with her coming back. Like, you know, brings back a little bit of a nostalgia with um Potomac. And, you know, is what it is. Um it's just there's Candace and Ashley look like they're friends now, living for that friendship. Ashley's finally left Michael, which, thank God, she looks better than ever. Speaking of looking better than ever, Robin looked amazing in the trailer. She was serving look after look. I was loving her red hair color, everything about Robin. I was like, okay, like, pop off, Robin. Um, you know, my toxic trait is that I think I love Giselle. <laughs> she's just such a lovable villain. Like, I just love her. She's just a mess. There's gonna be drama where she's gonna accuse Chris of, um, hitting on her. And then her and Candace have a falling out because of it. There was a moment in the beginning of the trailer where I guess Wendy tried to say hi to Giselle. But I guess maybe she, like, put her hand on her, like, just, like, maybe, like, to go for a hug or just, like, uh, like an embrace like hey how are you and I was like okay no touching thank you hi and I was just like it was just a funny exchange and I'm like I love Giselle um Mia now Mia Mia looks good she often sounds stupid but she looks good um she throws a drink at Wendy I it looked like it was she threw it towards Wendy but I don't know if she was trying to actually hit Wendy um, that was shocking. Um, so her and Wendy get into it. You know, I want to like Wendy, but I just don't. I liked Wendy when she first came on, but last season, like, it wasn't like, I don't know. Like, her personality just changed, and it was almost like, it seemed like she researched, like, what do housewives do on their second season? Or, like, what are the steps you take to be a housewife? And she just tried to, like, do it all at once. Like, it just felt very inauthentic. I thought she looked better than ever. She was dressing better than ever. It, like, she looked amazing. But it was like, I'm gonna start a candle business. I'm gonna try to come up with my own slogans. TikTok, Mia. And, like, all this other shit. And just, like, I'm Zen Wen. And it's like, why are you calling yourself Zen Wen? Like, what? Like, it just, nothing made sense to me, quite honestly. Like, it just felt very try-hard. Maybe this season won't be. We'll see. But um, I'm super excited. Um, The Grand Dom, my queen, she was yelling at Sharice, threatening to kick her ass. That was funny. Um, The cast photo, amazing. One of the best Housewives cast photos, like, ever. They all looked amazing in red. My favorite was Candace. I just loved the whole look. 
I love the dress. I love the hair. It was giving me very much like old Hollywood vibes. I was here for it. She looked amazing. They all did, but she, I was just like, wow. And she was by far my favorite, but everyone else still looked incredible. And I'm so excited for Potomac. It's coming back next month, and I cannot wait. Um, A show I just started today. There's been two episodes. Real Girlfriends of Paris. I at first wasn't going to watch this show because it looked kind of dumb to me. But I got to say, I live for it. Is it a little cringe? Yes. But I like it. And I kind of like everyone on it. I love the fashions. I love the scenery. I really want to go to Paris. I want to learn French. I want to live my basic French fantasy. And I intend on doing so at some point. Hopefully in the near future. Um, But yeah, I like everyone. I think my favorites... There's something about Margot. I don't know what it is. But I'm like drawn to her. And I really like her. I also really like Aja. She grew on me at first. I wasn't sure. And then I was like, nah, I like Aja. And then who's the other one I kind of like? I think it's Victoria. I'm looking up the names now because I haven't got them down packed just yet. But Victoria, I think she's the bisexual one. I did like her. She kind of annoyed me a little bit. But I liked her. Um, But I liked everyone. Um, Anya was giving me very much like Emily in Paris vibes. Like with the fashions and kind of like, I don't know, the delusion of it all. But like, I like her. She's cool. Um, but no, I'm excited. It's a fun show. I hope it's not just a one season wonder. Like, I'm looking forward to watching the rest of it. Like, I'm here for it. Um, last thing I want to talk about, the Real Housewives of Dubai, uh, reunion part two. Honestly, the reunion was really good. I enjoyed both parts. Lisa and Ion carried, like, they really just, like, left the other women in ruins. Stanberry was, like, she pushed back sometimes, but she wasn't as much of a force to be reckoned with as she wasn't as much as I thought she would be. Like, she kind of, like, cowered a little bit. And I wasn't expecting that. Or maybe I was. I don't know. But, yeah. I thought it was really good and entertaining. Lisa was on fire. She was just checking people left and right. She was letting no one breathe. She was like, no, nah, I'm going to drag you. And you're going to get over it. Um, I stand by. Mina and Sarah. Meh. Brooks, I'm low-key here for, but she didn't bring as much as I thought she would. Like, I thought she was going to bring a little more drama to the reunion, but she really didn't. If I'm being honest, Mina kind of brought a little more energy than she did, but Mina's still, like, boring. But I have a feeling that she's not going to be, like, a friend of next season. She's probably going to step it up next season, because her and uh, Lisa kind of got into it a lot. And, um... It seemed like they, like, known each other the longest, and then they were getting into it. So I feel like that's something that's going to be explored next season. Um, it was funny, Ion, talking about her look to um, Stanberry's wedding party thing, where Stanberry accused her of, like, trying to look like her and upstage her. And Ion's just like, no, nah, that's just how I am. Like, I look better than everybody always. It's, it's not just you. I look better than everyone. And <laughs> it's just funny. Um, I love Ion. Um, but no, I'm actually very excited for season two. I thought the first season overall of Dubai, 
a little underwhelming, but I thought it had moments. And it was the first season. It was getting its footing. I thought the reunion was solid. A solid two parts. And, um, oh, also another thing. You know, like, Stanbury brings out, like, this book of lies with Lisa. And it was, like, such a flop. Like, it didn't prove anything. I appreciated Lisa just, like, was quick, had her responses. They tried to come after her business, Mina Rowe, and she was like, no, those designs are licensed. They're not stolen. And, like, she was just quick to defend her company that she's worked hard for, and I appreciate that. Um, But, yeah, overall, Dubai, I'm excited for season two, and I hope they start filming soon. Um, With that being said, that is it for today's episode. Um, thank you all so much for listening. I hope I feel better soon. I'm so sick of being sick. Um, with that being said, what did I say? Did I already say thanks for listening? I think I did. I can't. I gotta go. I gotta go to bed. Um, bye y'all. I'll talk to y'all next week.